You're listening to a Rev FM production podcast. Welcome to Pastors Live, the show that discusses things of the Bible and current events for people who love to laugh. And now, the hosts who answer questions with more questions, it's Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Hey everybody, it's Pastors Live. It's Thursday, November 9th, and you know what's really hard to believe is this is actually the beginning of season nine. Uh, we've been doing this now for uh, over 900 episodes. I don't, I'm not, <laughs> I never really expected that to happen this way. Uh, so, but we've got some wonderful Bible readings today. We're in Hebrews chapter four, we're in Proverbs chapter 28, we're in Psalm 119, we're starting Joel chapter one, and it is Thursday, November 9th. If you have a comment or question, send it to Pastors Live at the Rev. FM. That's Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. And just so everybody remembers, it's baptism weekend this weekend here at Water Springs Church, uh, November 11th and 12th. And so if you'd like to make a public declaration of your faith, we invite you to come out and uh, join us for that, uh, especially those who are part of the church. We really want you to come out and be part of that. Hey, so uh, we have some special people in the studio today and some not so special people, uh, but we have some wonderful <laughs> people here today. Uh, first of all, we got Pastor Shane's here today. Hello. Uh, and by the way, welcome back from Thailand. Thank you. It's nice to have you. Nice to have you home, by the way. And uh, we have Pastor Dave who's here today. God bless you guys. And then we have the other, other, other guy. uh, You know, Pastor Dave's here (laughs) today. And so I'm here. There you go. That's it. That's all we're going to hear from him today. Uh, He, 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 look, he talks more than Simeon. That's, that's good. That's true. And and then we also have uh, Gary Austin, the voice of the valley, the man, the myth, the legend. Guys, Uh, we're really thankful uh, for him as well. But then we also. Oh, we and we also had you with us last week, but we've got Phil here from Operation Christmas Child. Glad and, to be here, yeah. And we're really glad that you're here today. And he brought a special guest. Uh, Ramina is here today. Good morning. And it's Good really morning, nice Ramina. to have you here. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, your testimony a little bit in Operation Christmas Child. Thanks. And and so we're we're really kind of excited about yeah. uh, what God's going to do in and through this program today. Mm-hmm. But again, guys, if you have comments or questions, please send them to pastorslive at therev.fm. And today is an interesting day, uh, especially for us as Christians. Today is uh, World Adoption Day. And so as, as World Adoption Day, I think, you know, to just remember that we have been adopted um, into the family mm-hmm. of God through, the, through faith, uh, by the blood of Jesus Christ alone, uh, to the glory of God alone, by his grace alone. So we're really thankful for him and uh, very, very excited. And Shane, uh, how are we doing with our OCC, man? We got 1,500 boxes out yet? How are we, how are we doing there? I will tell you this, services can be overwhelming in the best of ways because people are just flooding in with their boxes and yeah. the stacks are getting high, man. It's awesome. Um, we're making We've got the ch- leaning tower of <laughs> shoe boxes uh, yeah, out there. Leaning, the leaning tower of the gospel. Exactly. It's like, yeah, okay. it's like shoe boxes with Jenga. And so uh, it's a it's a beautiful thing to see in the lobby. It's going to be even more beautiful to to pack them up in the in the shipping containers and mark them and get the count and uh, head them over to to fill at Calvary Baptist. But we're we're trucking away. Youth group every week at youth group, kids are bringing more in. I know the school, Water Springs School, is bringing in shoe boxes every day. Every day, man. Um, and so we're getting to collection week, which collection week starts Monday. Yeah, it's going to start ramping up real big here. <laughs> yeah. So guys, explain collection week because there's a deadline here uh, to get the boxes out and so I know a lot of things that happen this is real common every year 
the last day for collections happens. We've loaded everything on the semis. They're gone. And then people start trickling in. Yeah, no, uh, right, say, hey, yeah. oh, hey, here's my box and stuff like that. So let's let's actually be clear. Let's clarify what collection week is and that there's actually a last day to bring them in. So, yeah. so the yeah. collection week is always the third week of November in this case, or the week before Thanksgiving. Right. And which is amazing. Thanksgiving's in two weeks. Crazy. And uh, right. yeah, I know. This where is... did that happen? I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. It was just so New this Year's. year it's the thirteenth, which is Monday. Right. Through the next Monday, which is the twentieth. So a, a lot of churches will be collecting this weekend and then we'll bring them in through the week. Individuals bring them in through the week. Next Sunday, Water Springs will be bringing your boxes over to yep. the collection center, which is at Calvary Baptist. Monday, the collection centers in Pocatello, uh, Etna, Wyoming, Jackson, Wyoming, Blackfoot, and Chalice bring their – and Jackson, we got more um, – are bringing all their boxes in on Monday. So they're open till about noon or so on Monday at each of those locations. Then they bring them all up to Idaho Falls, and then we load up the trailer – and last year the trailer was completely full and with Shane's new goal and a new collection place plus being able to out, pass out boxes at the uh, lookup tour I had to order another trailer so we're gonna have two trailers to load <laughs> yes. good problems yeah good problem uh-huh. one will fill completely and then we'll fill the other one with whatever's left and then on Tuesday the ABF driver comes, picks up the trailers and off they off, go off they go now if you bring boxes in after the 20th, we will check through and see if you have like donations or checks, and we'll go ahead and mail those in immediately. But we'll hold on to the boxes for next year because it it, just, it costs a lot of money to ship a box, one box by mail, yeah, right. as opposed to putting them on, on a trailer on time and yeah, off it goes. Right. So, so yeah, so the encouragement. So next week, starting on Monday, is collection week. You have all week to bring them in. Um, if you have, if you're part of Water Springs, bring them in on Sunday. We pack them all up, um, and if we have a couple stragglers on Monday, we can run them over yes. to you guys. Yes, but we really want to try and get all of those boxes in on time. Uh, Idaho is weird about on time. Things. <laughs> oh, I, I know. Figured it out. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Idaho standard time. <laughs> well, yeah. it's well, it's also I don't know about you guys, but we can tell people. Hey, on this day we're doing this thing. We can publish it in a newsletter. We can put it online. We can put it on in every social media. We can do videos about it. Then the event will happen, and people will go, "Oh, that was this week." What? I, I, I just I can't. And so, guys, please understand. Uh, apparently, it's not just Idaho. Okay, yeah. Well, it's this next week, Water Springs. It happens at every church. Yeah. So next week is Collection Week, and we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. Collection Week. Um, I'm going to encourage Gary to put a whole bunch of just spots on the radio. Just reminding everybody it's collection mm-hmm. so week. So define next week, job. Pastor Ty. Maybe that's it's the problem. The, next oh, week is not this week. It's, it's next week. It's next week. It's, it's, it's really not the week after next. Yeah. That's right. But it's for Water week. Springs collecting, they wanted this Sunday, which that's is right. the 12th. That's right. Yeah. So Bring we, it this week. Yeah. Yes. Bring, yeah. Bring Seriously, it early. Bring better, your stuff early. Later, bring your stuff right? early. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, yeah, yeah. but but no, it, it's it, by the by the way the week starts on Sunday, and so you know that we we're gonna get going on Sunday. But but guys, uh, because we have some special guests in here, um, uh, and and you were introduced to me as Mina. 
earlier. I so, go by both. But you go by it's both. Okay. Okay. Um, and so you have an interesting Operation Christmas Child testimony. Yes. And so that's one of the reasons that you're here. You also have written a book called Walking in the Shadows, uh, which you handed me a copy of when you came in. Sorry, I didn't get a chance to read it. That's okay. Because uh, it's been well, about 25 minutes. But uh, <laughs> slacker. I know, right? right. <laughs> hey, but I look, I, I, I read the back, you know. Awesome. Uh, so. <laughs> but but um, tell tell us a little about your where you're from because that's also an interesting testimony. But how uh, Operation Christmas Child has is tied into who you are and how this works. So I was born and raised in Baghdad, Iraq, and we lived through Saddam Hussein's regime for a long time. Lived through, I was born in the Iran Iraq War, which lasted eight years, and then I lived through the Gulf War. After the Gulf War, life I mean life in Iraq was never pleasant. But it just continued to get worse with dictatorship and just the horrific atrocities that Saddam and his men did to the civilians. And so we eventually escaped to Jordan and then from Jordan to Turkey, from Turkey, we got deported. Long story, we lived in multiple countries. But along the way of being immigrants, my cousin, when at the time she was an immigrant in Syria, received a box from OCC. And in that box, there was a letter telling her she mattered and she was loved and there was a picture of the family that sent it to her and this was over 20 years ago she still has that letter still has that picture and would love to find that family but doesn't have any way to do any that. way to find sure. them where they are who they are just a picture and mm-hmm. so that touched really close to home and when we moved to when God brought us to America we found out about OCC and what it really is so we started doing it and God has called us to grow it bigger and bigger every year just as a home family. And now we do it as a community here in IF and we open it up to all our neighbors and we turn our entire house into a um, like a market. Uh, the, it really is. We, our basement has multiple tables. Um, Phil joined us this last time and zero or two to nine eight years old is in the basement and we buy supplies throughout the year every time my kids get a toy that they know they've outgrown automatically look at me and go mom OCC we have a rule in our house every time my kids get a gift they have to give one up they can't keep it right and so that way they just I don't want them hoarding toys and so we just pile them on throughout the year and then we just go shopping. We collect, we raise donations and do fundraisers and things like that. And so, and then our upstairs gets converted into 10 to 14 years old and we invite the community and they come, we have boxes built and they just go shopping in our house based on age. We show them the video. We show them every year the video. We do a little Bible reading and then we just have fun. We set up one of our Christmas trees in October, so my daughter takes Polaroid There, Dave, pictures. that answers the question. Right. When we, we set do. them up. Well, we do one out of, you know, just because sure. my, da- my daughter will take Polaroid pictures of the people with their boxes, and right. then they'll put the picture in the box. Oh, and I we love write that. letters love that. as well to these kids to know that God loves them and we love them and that a human being filled it. See, and I love right, that. Our, our yes. grandchildren put their the outline of their hand on the lid, That's... on the inside lid, and they and they put a note in there. Please put your hand where my hand was. I'm praying for you. You pray for me. I love that. that cool? We're going to do that next. Yeah, time. I love it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, our, our grandkids just dig that, man. You know. Yeah. So. So we've opened it up, and really, it's been very um, LDS heavy. That's been the best response we had. That's award awesome, and re- I invited a friend that I met through hiking. 
her she asked her ward and when they showed up to our house phil was there her husband walked in with this bin full of stuff (laughs) and i was like okay this is awesome and so this year we did 88 boxes but we're like you know and then more donations trickled in after we're like let's make it 100 yeah 12 more so we're gonna go shopping our family because we're so busy my daughters are like facilitating my husband and i i stay upstairs he stays downstairs answering questions helping we don't get to do it as much anymore so we're excited to go do these 12 ourselves the four of us (laughs) and just be part of and you have two you have two daughters two two girls yeah yeah which and i learned that because i read the back of the book (laughs) okay i'm just saying it was comprehension you're such a reader i I know right i you know well i try um but one of the things that's interesting is is when you mention that you're from iraq um you know we might have a lot of people listening that assume that you were you grew up muslim right but that's not the case and you were sharing with me just briefly (laughs) and i'm like oh i love that story so so you kind of you got there's some bible issues in your life i mean and there's some historical issues too because you know a guy named jonah um, visited your people so (laughs) to speak right yeah so tell a little bit about your background because people would assume that but when the the muslim hordes came through you did your you, you did not convert. Nope. And so you got to share a little bit yeah, about absolutely. that. Yeah, absolutely. So since I moved to U.S., um, God called me to be a motivational speaker and life coach. And it's funny, every time I'm speaking, whether it's at church or businesses, I always get people after going, when did you convert? And I was like, from what? Exactly, yeah, <laughs> And yeah, then yeah. it caught on. I'm like, oh, I was never Muslim. There is other minorities in the world. <laughs> so that was, it took a second to get over it. But I was actually, I'm an Assyrian. So if you read in the book of Isaiah, God calls Assyria the rod of his anger. And so uh-huh. whenever he wanted to punish the Israelites, he'd call King Assyria and send them out. And they would do their thing and leave. But the biggest story in my history and my ancestors is the book of Jonah. God calls Jonah to go preach to the Ninevites. The city of Nineveh was the capital of the Assyrian Empire. Nineveh is actually Mosul today in Iraq. So if you look on the upper part of Iraq to the left, you'll see a city called Mosul. That's Nineveh. And so he went and preached to them. They repented and started following God and they fasted for three days. And so ever since they never veered off. And when Jesus came, Thomas, Apostle Thomas, is the one who actually brought the gospel to Iraq and Iran and baptized people. And so they just followed God. And then Jesus came along and Thomas came and preached to them and they just continued on. And so that's who I am. Oh, that's well, that's (laughs) fun. Now, now when did you because I obviously we're talking about, you know, and I'm thinking about, well, for some people, it's. It's in their mind. It's history they probably don't even know. Right. Uh, but also just the modern history of how the wars moved your family. Right. Um, and how? When did you end up coming into the United States um, after being? Well, you got deported from Turkey. So, so to, Turkey deported us back to Iraq. God's grace. In the year that we were gone to Jordan and then to Turkey. Um, with our visa expired, if you are captured by the government, they will give you back to Saddam. If you're given back to Saddam's people, it's automatic rape for women, torture and execution, always, never failed. And so when Turkey was dropping us off, we did not know that we were taken to grace instead of death. Mm, right. United Nations had taken over in the northern part of Iraq at the time, and we didn't know it. So when Turkey dropped us off, literally had machine guns pointing at us. 
and said walk. So we cross the border and we're standing there in the middle of nowhere and we see this building. So we walk towards it and we find out it was the United Nations building. And so we knew immediate reprieve took over because we were safe. And so we became to know the Lord in northern Iraq, started serving United Nations, Red Cross, and UNICEF, working with all the missionary organizations that came to northern Iraq to bring aid to the poverty-stricken country. And so we started serving, and persecution took over because we're ministering in a Muslim country. UNICEF would bring clothes, United, um, United Nations would bring milk or food, and then Open Doors, one of the largest missionary organizations, would bring Bibles. We would dis- distribute, you bring me a prescription, I give you medicine, but I also give you a Bible and preach to you about the gospel. Right, yeah. And so we became heavily persecuted. Saddam found out we were back, and um, he had set our execution date. And in that time, President Bill Clinton declared um, Operation Pacific Haven mm-hmm. and sent men to come and rescue us in the middle of the night and get us out. And so we got rescued literally days before yeah, things that people just don't know about, no. and and that there's there's a lot that goes on on the ground. Yes. we get we get one version that media gives us, mm-hmm. but there's a lot more going on. I think it's really interesting to have that testimony though to, to say, look, you were part of a people that that never converted, mm-hmm. and what people don't understand is that, uh, and this this comes back to just people knowing their you know the his, ancient Near East history, which most people don't. Right. Um, but knowing how and where, um, w- what we know as modern day uh, Muslims come from and where they come from. Absolutely. Uh, that there it, there was a spreading of that and mm-hmm. and all those different things. And so uh, I think that's really fascinating. And I'm so glad that I'm. By the way, I'm so glad that you're here. I'm yeah. so glad to meet you. Thank you. Um, and. Uh, the, 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 by the way, this looks like it's not necessarily a quick read um, because <laughs> it is heavy on emotion. But no, it's okay. I it's made like, it. So yeah. So, yeah, so, so <laughs> is this gonna make me cry? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay, okay, I figured. Okay, I just, I just, I just wanted to make sure I knew. You know, I just front. read the back and I cried. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, guys, uh, we are going to we're starting to run short on time, but a couple things. Uh, you're going to be doing a book signing, yes. right? And uh, when are you going to be doing that? This Saturday at Born Again Bookstore from two to four. Okay, and that is uh, on. That's well, on Broadway. Broadway. Yeah. yeah, and so uh, if you don't know where to park, you can park in the parking lot behind Born mm-hmm. Again Bookstore. And there's the parking lot that's right behind that, mm. uh, right off of Broadway. And for those of you who are musicians, it's where Chaz Rose is. Uh, you know, so go check that out. And so we encourage you guys to go meet Mina uh, this weekend, and have you know she'll have a book signing there. And we have a couple other things. Again, just real quick. So Phil, when are collection dates? Thirteenth <laughs> through the twentieth. And that starts no later than five p.m. on the twentieth. That's right. Okay, that's when we load up the last boxes and lock up the trailer. Right, and so just so everybody knows, this is how this works: get your Operation Christmas Child shoe boxes done, then you can put up your Christmas tree. So we'll just kind of well, you know, unless your like, name is Mina, you put up your Christmas tree. Then, then you do that. Yeah. Yep. Well, okay. So there's been this ongoing conversation we're we've been having for twelve more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so this this ongoing conversation of when do you put up the Christmas tree? Like, when do you do that? And so you guys obviously do yours mm-hmm. a little earlier, but you do, a, do you do more after? Yes, yeah, we okay. have six total. I okay. mean, growing up in Iraq, there wasn't. Christmas tree. Yeah, so, so let's go for I'm it. I'm making up for lost time, okay? So don't judge me there. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. I love that. That's amazing. So. so, so, but we've had this conversation, and Dave was really surprised. We stage ours. 
So uh, because we we do ours the, either Thanksgiving evening or the day after Thanksgiving. I like it. But we pull everything out, and so right now in our garage, all of our Christmas stuff is staged, ready to go. That way, we don't have to go outside in the snow or the cold weather. Right. We're we're good to go. Uh, but Dave, I mean, again, for you, you know, is it before or after Thanksgiving? Wait, wait, oh. oh. After Thanksgiving. Oh, after well, change? if if we're in if we're in the states, if we're home, it goes up the day. This year will be the day after Thanksgiving, right? But yeah. every other year we're out of the country, and so there's no Christmas tree. Oh, that's okay. That's valid. Okay, that's good. Shane, after Thanksgiving, if we even do a tree, <laughs> you, you, Don't guys, you guys call it the Jeremiah Tin Tree. Oh, pardon me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry. No condo bond. Well, after, after no after, condemnation. After you you hear about some testimonies in Thailand, yes, right, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Are you before or after Thanksgiving? Normally after, just because of OCC gets us so right. busy that right. we don't have time. <laughs> Got a couple of things but to do. But this year, yeah. no tree because we're. We're going to be working at a processing center for most of the month of December. Mm. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I but that. I did get my Christmas lights up when it was not windy, not cold. Right. <laughs> and I'll take so them July. down in April when it's not windy and not cold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just leave them up year-round. It's all good, man. I'm you know, really so. tempted. Yeah. Shane, uh, so, Steve, what about you? I mean, you, are you before or after Oh, Steve's here. Hi, Steve. Hey, how you doing? I know. Hey, we got a two sentences from him today. So um, I'm usually after because we cut our tree. And I like to go in it. Yeah, when it snows. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, you, you're gonna have to and wait. Steve, okay. did you say this year you guys put up the the lights that change with the season? No, we're going. Or your to. neighbor did. Yeah, my neighbor did. But right. and we're thinking about doing it too. Yeah, because that was pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah, Gary. Gary? Yeah, it's after Thanksgiving. Okay, yeah, all right. for sure. And, so, and you're before you, Thanksgiving. I'm before. There you way go. Before. Okay. Way, <laughs> way, way, way before. She's like, like she's before like, Halloween. What's, what's Halloween? Uh, Halloween. <laughs> yeah, was it? The day after Halloween, we start, except for one that is October because we do OCC yeah. events right, in October. Right. But the rest, the day after Halloween, it's Christmas time. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I actually, I was when I was moving all the Christmas stuff, I'm going to be honest with you, I was listening to Christmas music. Who are you? I, That's good. Well, you know but what? if I'm going to go through so much work, why only for 30 days? I need it longer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, there you exactly. go. Right, so there you That's go. Right. That's it. There you Gabby go. Gabby tried right. putting on Christmas <laughs> music last Thursday and I was like, no, Nope. Turn no. it. Turn it off. <laughs> hey, everybody! Love listen, time of year. we are out of time for today, uh, but it is World Adoption Day, so I want to leave you with this: By faith in Jesus Christ, you can be adopted mm-hmm. into the kingdom of God mm-hmm. by believing on Him that yes. God sent His only begotten Son, that He died according to the Scriptures, He was buried, and He rose again according to the Scriptures. If you call in the name of the Lord Jesus, you can be saved. And you know what? I pray that you would do that today. If you have any questions, please reach out to us, Pastor. Live at the rev.fm. Pastors Live at the rev.fm. You are loved. You are family. God bless you. You've reached the end of another episode of Pastors Live, a Rev FM production podcast. Thank you for listening. Submit your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at the rev.fm. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review from your favorite podcast listening platform. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Amazon so you don't miss the next episode drop.